Uh, hello and welcome. Welcome. I'm Heather. And I'm Lauren. <laughs> We're a sweet, sweet death. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking did it. <laughs> Barely here. <laughs> We've been uh, trying for five days to record. Yeah. Uh, Heather had a problem with the USB. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's true. I did fuck up. I accidentally used the wrong USB cord to plug in the audio interface. We I thought yeah. it was like the beginning again. <laughs> I did it again. It was like, this is like the first fucking day we recorded. Like we were, <laughs> I was ready to melt down, dude. I was ready to burn this mother to the ground. Um, well, I don't know shit about fuck. And especially when it comes to technology. And like, you were looking at me too. You were like, helpless. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel bad because I can't help. And I like, you feel like at this point, you're like, know more about it than me because you do all the editing and everything. So I'm just like, uh. What's sad is I probably do. And it's, <laughs> it's still not much more. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah. Oh, thank God we fucking did yeah, it. We're I'm, doing it. I'm not a failure after all. Right? <laughs> oh no, we're failures. <laughs> um, well, shit, man. Uh, well, you just talked about your coffee story. That yeah. Chick leaving percolator plugged in all night. Yep. Whoops a daisy. Yeah, I've done that. Well, like here at the house, I've I've accidentally left like a hot glue gun plugged in for like oh. a full twenty four hours. <laughs> it's like you know when the glue is just way too hot, it's yeah. coming out like an amber yellow or something. It's uh, like oh, I think I burned the yeah. fucking like glue. Smell it. Like... Yeah. <sighs> yep. <laughs> I've been um, watching Stranger Things. Yes, what episode are you on? I'm on, okay, I just finished, I think, episode three last <gasps> night. Yeah. I'm episode like, four is the best. Really? Dude. Dude. I cried. I've been like, uh, I don't know, because my sister like always likes to like, because usually I'll like guess like everything like from the beginning of like everything usually, mm-hmm. but Stranger Things, I feel like it's kind of hard just because like some of the shit they pull out of just like nowhere, like random, yeah. like, Yeah. But um, she keeps like asking me like, "What are your theories? What are this?" <laughs> da da da. I feel like they're just getting like crazier and yeah. crazier. I'll be like, "Okay, this is what's gonna happen." She's like, "Not at all." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> uh, but yeah, give it your best guess because I don't know where the fuck it's going. And I, I guess this is a two part season. Yeah. From what I heard. yeah, because they're gonna release the last two episodes. But no, because I told her like the very first episode, I was like, "Something's gonna happen with Max." Like, I can just feel it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel something's gonna happen with Max. She's like, like, what? Like, what do you think? And then, like, I don't know, because I was saying, like, I was like, whenever they go into that weird dream state, there's, like, always that clock. So then yeah. I was like, the, the counselor wears a clock necklace. Like, <laughs> like she's like, uh, I don't think that's, I don't know. I don't know if she's lying to me or if, like, things have to do with something. But then I was like, maybe, like, Eleven is going to turn evil. She's controlling it with her mind. Like, I yeah. just keep making all these, like, crazy theories. And I was just like, no. And then I'm like, Damn okay, it. well. Yeah, so who fucking knows? I don't know what's happening, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is a, it's so good. I think I've only finished five episodes, yeah. dude. I'm fucking in. I'm annoyed because I finished episode five like three nights ago, and yeah. I still haven't gotten to be able to watch it and finish it, and I want to so bad. Yeah, God, it, that show's so fucking good. It really is. I've been watching an episode like every day after work. <gasps> really? So. Dude, the next episode, <sighs> that's the one. Yeah. That's like the best episode, I think. Maybe? In the history of Stranger Things. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, yes. I saw something that has to do with, like, Max. Because that last episode ended with her, like, Max or whatever. I was like, <gasps> oh, I was like, I feel like a lot of stuff's going to happen in this one. but Dude, I fucking cried. It was so good. And also, oh, God. Um, this is, I think, 
this particular scene is getting an entire generation into the artist Kate Bush. I don't know if you've seen that shit uh-huh. on the internet. Everyone's freaking out like, no. Kate Bush. I don't know. She's from the 80s. I mean, like, I've known yeah. of her. John's always, like, mentioned her because I love Lana Del Rey so much. Yeah. Like, you should really get into Kate Bush. And I'm yeah. like, you got it. And then I never do. So I think this might inspire me to actually finally oh. do it. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I've been... What's your? Know. You said your favorite season is season three, right? Yes, but I don't know. Maybe it'll change after I watch <laughs> this one. But yeah, I yeah. like season three because like season one, I know it was like good. It's like classic, like the one that like reels you in and all that. But yeah, then, and like, it's so innocent too. Yeah, and then season two is just like fucking all about little fucking will and i'm just oh, like yeah. it was like good but just like you know that's so funny that you say that because that's my favorite really? season <laughs> i love season two so much but like i was talking to someone at work and i said that too i was like oh season two is my favorite and she was like oh my god me too so you're wrong oh, Laura. Really? <laughs> <laughs> i think uh that little old lady at work said that her favorite season is also season two so oh, no i'm basic people people love season two i guess i don't know yeah but yeah i really like season three just because i don't know i felt like they're all kind of like getting like more like mature kind of in that weird phase and there's like i felt yeah. like it was like so funny just like so many funny moments where it's just like oh i love it when they're spying on the on the boys and they're just like oh yeah <laughs> they're bashing women and shit yeah. like, oh, they said yeah i yeah. love it. she's like i dump your ass mm-hmm. okay. oh yeah i dumped your <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> and the part where they're like in the fucking car on the radios and shit like at the very end like when they're in the mall and then they're like out in the field or whatever yeah. the fuck's happening i don't fucking remember really but i just yeah. remember it's funny yeah i like dustin a lot he's funny i do love dustin and like steve i like like the dustin and steve like duo dude me too but yeah i love steve so much <laughs> me too i think i read somewhere like he was originally not supposed to be much of anything oh, really? like the original intent yeah he was gonna be like nancy's douchebag boyfriend yeah. and then he ended up being like a big character a really huge character yeah i love him i think he's like so cute too like it's weird because i feel like he's one of those people who's like i don't know like one of those guys like you'd be like in school with you like don't really like notice him but then like you become friends and that's like you get this like huge crush on him uh-huh. he like grows on you kind of <laughs> right like that hair <laughs> yeah. did you see free guy because he is also in that movie no you should watch it dude it's so funny oh okay. it's I a very it. sweet movie it's on hbo max i watched that weird movie with tom holland called cherry have you seen that no it's like really depressing oh but it's like him and his girlfriend are like addicts oh, okay yeah oh it's like really long but it's kind of crazy like it's like a whole thing honestly like he like joins the military then he goes away you know like yeah. sees people die comes back has like all these problems so he starts like getting addicted to pills and they just like go into harder drugs and yeah yeah it's like kind of crazy i was like well it's like sad but yeah um oh no i forgot what i was gonna say i haven't even smoked weed yet what the fuck man <laughs> um oh did you barbecue for memorial day no we did even though there's a fire ban we were not allowed to <laughs> well i guess you could if it was propane but we don't have propane oh so it's literally like it was just fire yeah it was like a fire i'm sure i mean everyone else is contained it was and like I think they made that ban because, do you remember, there was a fire here a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it, I think they said it was started because some guy was dumping hot ash into a dry field or oh something. Oh, God, what an idiot. I, I th- or, like, over his fence or something, which was a dry field. 
Um, so that's how like that fire started over basically oh off like I-25 in Nevada. Um, so I don't know if they made that rule just because we're like, okay, I guess people can't, don't understand that fire in a dry field equals huge giant fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what people are thinking. Like, Hey, let's set off this yeah. explosive gender reveal bomb in the middle of this dry park. <laughs> like shit like that. Where it's like, can, are we just too stupid to live? Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. That's like my worst fear is like starting a giant fire. Like dude, for reals. Like, just accident. One little ember just floats off, and then, like, $2 billion worth of damage was done from this fire. Did I ever tell you that one, um, that one fire here that was really big? Um, oh, it starts with an H. Is it called the uh, Hayfield High? I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of the names. I feel like there's so many fires, honestly, here, but it was one of the two big ones, and it was actually started by a... Like, um, what are they called? Like a forest ranger or whatever. <gasps> it was up. a woman. Yeah. It was a woman. Her boyfriend had just broken up with her. Mm. So she was like burning like a yes. love letter or something like that. I remember that now. I forgot about that. So <laughs> fucking shit. embarrassing and funny. Like what? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Fuck her. Yeah. That's really just a like, bitch, what are you, you doing? You know to go to like, go to a fireplace. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, it's like literally your job, and you're like fucking right breaking all the rules. She's like, I know what I'm doing. No, it's like you literally burned your place of employment down. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's you leaving your perk later on. Yeah, if that had burned. I- <laughs> oh, I'll mute that out. <laughs> if that had burned that store down, then yes. Yeah, and uh, literally, equivalent. I've left it on one night, dude, and it was like I woke up at like three in the morning oh or something god. and i was like oh my god my coffee pot is still plugged in like because it's like just like something i always worry about yeah. and i was like googling like colorado news fires <laughs> like just like seeing if it like had burned down i was like freaking out i was like i was like okay i don't see anything like hopefully it's okay i was like wanting to get to work like as soon as possible like yeah but yeah it was fine but yeah god thank god yeah, man it's scary shit so. I probably need a fucking new percolator by now. It's been left on for like oh. full like two days. Maybe straight. get one that has an automatic yeah. turn off. Like after two hours, it turns itself off. Yeah, scary. Oh, I've been riding my bike to work because I'm tired of being fat. Yeah. So, but and then I was gonna ride yesterday. It rained, and then like, dude, I don't know the fucking goat head situation. Those thorns in this city is yeah. out of fucking control. So, like, Robbie already got a flat tire. She'd been yeah. riding her bike for, like, two days, and yeah. she got a flat. I was like, God damn it. And then I've been riding my bike to work. So, like, the third day, I got to work, and then it was flat by yeah. the time, like, lunch rolled around. I was like, fuck! So annoying. And it was like, there were two fucking goat heads in my uh, in my tire, and it's like, I don't, I only ride a very small part that's not just road yeah. or sidewalk, because I'd take, like, Cache La Poudre down to basically all the way down to cascade cascade all the way down almost to like i don't remember the street name but then you go up to the come and go where nevada is and then nevada oh. has that dumb stretch of dirt uh-huh. for a while and like that's where i think i'm picking oh, okay. them up so it's just like a half a mile of my ride yeah. is just fucking me up this sucks you think they would like have solved this problem by now like yeah but and i did look stuff up so i'm gonna try to add this like slime stuff that you added to yeah. your tire so it self-seals I'm just hoping that, like, yeah. that does it. Otherwise, I need to buy the tubes, like, with the slime in yeah. it. And that's what I was going to do. I don't know. I've got weird-shaped tires or weird-sized tires, apparently, that, like, it had every size 
all, it danced all around the size of my tire, uh, except for my size of tires. I was like, God huh. damn it. So I bought the just the slime tube. <laughs> <sighs> so we'll see. Yeah, because I've put that slime stuff in my tires before fixing them, but it didn't do it. Huh. I think it actually did work, but then I think it would like slowly yeah. leak. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <Bless> you. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're inspiring me to ride my bike, though. Fuck yeah, man. Well, how far away do you live from your work? Not far. Like, it takes me literally, like, if all the lights are green, I can get there in, like, seven minutes or something. Oh, so. shit. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. I know it's kind of like a shady area, though. I'd say get a yeah. really good bike lock. It, could you leave it, like, in the shop? Yeah. Or would the grumpy people you work with complain about this fucking bike being here? <laughs> Hopefully they'd be fine. Because we have, like, a back, like, break room, basically. I could just leave it back there, I feel like. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't care. Because, yeah, definitely my bike would get stolen because there's so many weird fucking people. Mm-hmm. I went out for fucking lunch the other day, and this guy had, like, three microwaves behind the shop, and he was, like, taking them apart. And doing, oh. Yeah. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and then my other coworker was like, yeah, I saw him peeing into, like, she walked out, and he was peeing <laughs> into, like, a, like, little butter container. Oh, so. What? Well, yeah. I guess we all got our problems. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so my shit would definitely get stolen, probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, man, my life's been pretty boring and uneventful. We we're all, we're having like our D and D game night again or yeah. game brunch on Sunday. I'm gonna have us do themes though. I'm so excited. I'm gonna do chicken tenders. Well, oh. it's gonna be like childhood favorites, basically. Oh, that's so just, fun. I guess a lot of junk food uh, is okay. what, yeah. that's what I'm calling for. So I'm going to do chicken tenders, but I think I'm going to use crushed hot Cheetos as like oh the, the bread. Yeah. That sounds Mooch. so good. I'm going to have to kick him out. Okay. Like that. And then I'm going to do, I think loaded potato skins. Cause that's uh-huh. just like fun. Um, baked Mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, and then I was going to do one more thing. Oh, like weenies wrapped in puff pastry. Oh, yeah. So that's my, that's that okay I'm someone needs to do like special french fries or something oh yeah because uh, a, a guy i work with because he's part of the D group yeah. too he's gonna bring like hot pockets oh. he keeps joking he's gonna bring alabama hot pockets what which is a dirty sex term <laughs> <laughs> i think it's basically when you like shit on somebody's chest or something Ew. yeah um again the youth are teaching me all these terrible <laughs> terms so Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Oh, my God. Okay, dogs in the backyard. We just got on a rant real quick because I know we got to start real soon because, like, you got to work after this. Um, (laughs) But, like, the afterpay thing? Yeah. Or is that literally what it's called? Yeah, afterpay. afterpay. There's also Klarna credit Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just literally just afterpay. But it's so nice because you don't have to pay, like, anything extra. Yeah. Yeah, And then it's supposed to be the four payments, but... Because, like, even PayPal has that option. If It's weird when it's, like, a $12 item, and it's like, would you like to divide this up into, <laughs> yeah. four, into four payments? Like, are you fucking yeah. serious? There's been times where I've been so broke, though, like, buy shit on Sheen, and it'll be, like, $17, divide into four. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like buying a bag of chips at the store. Okay. like, <laughs> Dude, I think that's uh, probably how it's going to go for a long time, especially, like, how broke this country is. Yeah. Well, like, most of its citizens, not, you know, the rich ones. But... I think a lot of people are doing that because yeah. it's fucking convenient. It's nice shit. Because, like, I wouldn't have been able to get my skates, like, without it, honestly. Yeah. Because they're, like, with shipping and all that, it was, like, 400 bucks. And Ooh. so I split it into four different payments, just, like, 
I think it's every two weeks or something with Afterpay, so it was mm-hmm. like ninety something dollars. Yeah. But yeah, I did get overdrawn because <sighs> the day it took out was like I think the day before I got paid or something like that. Oh, I hate last that, week. Dude. Yeah, so I was like overdrawn, like fifty six dollars, and I was like, oh fuck! But then but I then got it, paid. It was yeah. Funny, so. Um. Well, like I was super bummed because there was like that craft show that i wanted to take robbie to and it was like it happens the day before i get paid yeah i'm not going anywhere yeah. <laughs> like it sucks like sometimes one day yeah. can make the difference so yeah i get that yeah because now that i have my fucking dumb car payment uh, <clears throat> should not yeah. Done that. <laughs> yeah i mean but remember what zara was saying how like her leased car even though like she was way over on the miles she would have owed yeah. all that money but like People are so desperate for cars. Yeah. She ended up not really being penalized that much yeah. because she had leased it. And, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Have you considered, like, well, if it only cost me 500 bucks to get out of it, I yeah. could just do that. That's or... what I was thinking because I tried to get a quote from Carvana, but mm-hmm. said they would only give me 10000 for it. And I'm, like, I owe, like, 18000 Yeah, so. fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe if I actually talked to them, it would be different since yeah, it's practically a new car, but. What yeah. would you do instead? Honestly, because I keep seeing Zara ride her fucking scooter. I'm like, yeah. dang, I could just buy a scooter. Like, why am I... But what yeah. about when it gets cold? I know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, ugh. I don't know. Hopefully I can just refinance it in, like, a few months or whatever. And yeah. It won't be as bad, but yeah. I'm sorry, man. This is kind of crazy, because how much I pay for Yeah. I was like embarrassed because I lied to my mom. She's like, "How much are your payments?" And I was like, "Only like three hundred dollars," but really it's like four hundred bucks. So. Oof, that hurts, man. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it honestly, but I did need a car because that other car was like on its last leg. So yeah, I remember that. The which one? The Mercedes is so yeah, long. yeah, dude. That one was. It was like desperate. Oh yeah, times. we because we would deliver cakes and that sometimes yeah. it was like, woo, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> will will we come back or not? <laughs> No, yeah. I had a I had an old car like that too. We called it the rolling tin can of death. <laughs> um every time we took it to the shop they'd say it was gonna die, like Yeah. This is gonna only run for a few more months and then somehow She'd keep on yeah, ticking. They like said that for five years and then there was that point where I was like, Yeah, this is really I yeah. think gonna die now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm gonna keep driving this car until it dies on me. I'm not gonna I'm with you. I'll only get a, a have a car payment if I absolutely have yeah. to. I've so. learned my lesson. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, we should probably get started. Yeah. Yes. All right. Do you? I think last week I went first. If you want to go first this week. Okay. Um. Or not? Do I was gonna to say go? just since we're doing like, uh, well, I'll tell everyone we're doing like voodoo or whatever for. Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. So I thought it would go better if you okay just went to get first, the history, yeah, and then okay. I'll talk about. Sure, man. Okay. <laughs> so be prepared to be disappointed. Voodoo is not like this evil shit that we've all been taught to believe. <laughs> and like literally, when it started talking about voodoo, about like how oh it gets really blown out of proportion about what voodoo is, and instantly I thought, because I think Princess and the Frog is one of my favorite Disney yeah. movies ever, and it's like they literally like right as I thought that they were like like disney's princess and the Frog. <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> so okay <clears throat> so i did the history of voodoo i just wanted to learn about the religion what does it mean 
I really was expecting like some really dark shit. Yeah. And it was like so the opposite. Because <laughs> when I was trying to tell my mom about it, she was like, oh, that's like devil. That's witchcraft. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. Like, let me tell you. And she's like, well, when you start researching. And I was like, no, no, no. I've like already researched. It's it's not at all what you think yeah. it is. Like, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and then I got into the history of it. Okay. So Louisiana. And I did title it that voodoo that you do because I wanted to. Okay. So voodoo over the centuries has been through many transformations, spellings, and acceptance. Uh, so it can go voodoo like we know it. Voodon, V-O-U-D-O-N. Voodoo spelled V-O-U-D-O-O. V-O-D-O-U. Dude, it can go on for <laughs> fucking ever. So those are some examples of how like voodoo has changed. And sometimes it's regional too. Some places might spell it different. So, from what I could find, the religion isn't really steeped in controversy so much as neglect, I think. So, the religion is scarcely mentioned before the 1850s, even though... And I'm, I mean specifically in this country. Okay. So, like, America doesn't really start to recognize voodoo in any way, even though it's it's been going on for a long time. For, like, at least 100 years, you know. Um, so, uh, the first mention appeared in so like the first mention of voodoo really is in 1773 when several slaves were accused of using it's called grigri g-r-i-s g-r-i-s i guess it's french oh okay um uh grigri on their masters to try to kill them um and then i'll get into grigri in a second but later other mentions of voodoo tend to be about arrests such as slaves white women and free women of color mingling together doing voodoo things so like when voodoo is brought up in the news and the culture like it's not really seen as positive yeah, or it's, it's just like, like some kind of weird like... yeah oh there's this thing that slaves do yeah. and we don't really understand <laughs> we're not going to bother understanding it but hey let's make up a bunch of things about what we think it is um so yeah i will try to give the best description as i can on the history and the impact of the community of specifically new orleans but i'll get into like a little bit in haiti in a second so Voodoo is uh, the idea that spirits can interfere with lives and people can connect with them. And the practice goes back, they think, 6,000 years. Voodoo goes back. It predates Christianity. (laughs) I think that's incredible. By like 4,000 years. So uh, originating out of West Africa, um, there are around 60 million people that practice it today. I think like worldwide. So the spirits that they're talking about that interact with people, they're called the Loa. L-O-A, but I've seen people... Oh, I can't remember the other spelling of it. It's something a little different. I really wish I'd kept that spelling. Um, <laughs> so the spirits are called Loa, and they often need energy to continue making the world go round. So basically, the idea is that they're, like, running a bunch of errands for, like, the big god, you know? Um, uh, oh, so there are male priests. They're called Hungan. And then, but the field is mainly dominated by voodoo priestesses, and they're called monbos. Monbo. So it's either mambo or monbo. It's like one of the two. I think they're like interchangeable. Um, sacrifice is a big player, so mainly consisting of chickens, but sometimes larger animals like goats uh, that take a hit for the team. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was my phone. Okay, uh, but sometimes goats, yes, that they will sacrifice. And it's used to re-energize the spirits. So it's not like any sort of blood ritual yeah. magic. It's just like, I'm giving you energy spirits. Oh, Here okay. you go. Like, so it's not anything bad. Um, most people tend to ask for better health, better fortune. Sometimes it's more specific. It's it's like little requests. It's sort of like a prayer. 
Um, so ancestors are invoked for their wisdom and their protection because that's sort of the idea is like, oh, it, Loa can also be your ancestors, you know, people that you know huh. that might want to help you. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of a cool, yeah. cool idea. Um, the followers of voodoo believe that there is only one true God, which is interesting because there are a lot of fucking similarities with Catholicism, but called Bandye, uh, which is similar to Yahweh. The deity is attended by his many spirits, each of whom are manifested by the elements and each of whom has its preferred sign. I was like a little confused by that, but I copied it. But so like color, fruit, number, I think it's like what the spirits are assigned to, I think. Um, okay. Right. Maybe I should have left that out. <laughs> so in fact, there is a lot of infusion with Catholicism, but um, because of some persecution, Loa were often linked with Catholic saints. So like in, as a way to like pretend like they were, oh, no, 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 we're totally following what you're doing. But really, they're praying to like their own shit. Uh -huh. um, so like, I guess, uh, let me see. Um, so Papa Legba is considered like the St. Peter in voodoo. Oh, okay. um, Erzuli is like considered the Virgin Mary. Ogon, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing these <laughs> correctly, uh, compared to St. George. And there's like a few other examples of like how the religion sort of crosses paths. But like you kind of see that in a lot of things. Like I remember on the Ghost Dance uh, episode, like they talked about putting stigmatas on his hands, you know, like they incorporated like yeah. Christian Christianity into it because religions borrow from each other. It's what they do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm so sorry. Now, here we go. So even though there were links to Catholicism, um, they were still worried that the slaves were getting a sense of empowerment. Like, they didn't care if there were any Catholic links to it. They were just like, nope, this is fucking weird, and we don't like that. And especially, like, a religion that's empowering, like, mostly black women, yeah. I'm sure was like, well, I don't fucking think so for for a lot of the white people. Um, but yeah, just that it could be a dangerous system and like it could be giving slaves a sense of empowerment in general. Like, oh, you're getting to use your own religion. You're going to like tap into that or somehow, yeah. I don't know, you know, just let's be afraid of it. So um, one of the reasons voodoo was able to thrive outside of Africa was because of the slave practices by the French. Um, so a lot of the, let me see. Oh, unlike Americans, the French would try not to separate uh, families of their slaves. So they would try to keep the whole family unit together. Um and that, like, kind of helps keep the information strong, that keeps the information more consistent. So many slaves that came from America came from Haiti. And in Haiti, the French had been importing slaves from West Africa to Haiti for sugar. <clears throat> so in the country of Haiti, it's definitely, like, the dominant religion. So I was watching this thing where they said, okay, Haitians are 70% Catholic, 30% Protestant, and 100% voodoo. <laughs> and I just really like that. Um because it's weird, like, my grandma, she's from Puerto Rico. She's, like, crazy Catholic, insane Catholic. Mm -hmm. Still really believes in, like, witchcraft and shit and kind of, like, I don't know, Santeria, but kind of just, like, dark magic. Yeah. Like, it's really bizarre that, eh, you know. So, like, I think it's maybe kind of like that yeah. same thinking. Um, so by the time the U.S. outlawed the importation of slaves in 1808, Louisiana's African community was thriving. Um, in New Orleans, there's only one formally established voodoo temple, the Voodoo Spiritual Temple in the French Quarter across the street from the historic Congo Square. And, you know, as I talked about in the jazz episode, the Congo Square is where African slaves were able to spend their days off, um, which I believe was actually Sundays, to visit with friends and family, dance and play music, and, of course, worship however they liked. Um, so, of course, by the time Americans had really taken over the bad ones, you know, that wanted to control everything, 
they closed down Congo Square. You weren't allowed to like oh. practice anything in there anymore. So when voodoo was recognized in guidebooks, so like this is what's crazy. When like you first start hearing about voodoo, it's mostly through these guidebooks um, or I guess like some historical texts, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't really thought that fondly of and was usually chalked up to like silly stu- superstitious beliefs. Um, in fact, there was a case called Plessy versus Ferguson. So this is crazy. Um, in which a, nam- a man named Homer Adolph Plessy rode in a whites-only train. The case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, in which the ruling enforced Jim Crow laws of separate but equal. So after this ruling, suddenly there was a spike in white people writing about voodoo. All of a sudden, it was like, well, whoa, we can't be, like, considered ourselves equal with these people because, look, like, look at these crazy things that they do. Look yeah. at this voodoo. And they just start <laughs> going crazy with it. So it's, like, becoming this really negative thing. Because of the Supreme Court ruling of, like, well, no, black people can't ride in the same trains as us because look at how fucking nuts they are, yeah. you know? So, um, in fact, travel guides pre-1896 or I'm sorry, made no mention of free or enslaved Africans meeting in Congo Square. It was an observation that went really unrecognized. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, there was a... I feel like I'm all over the place. I swear I, like, really tried to streamline my stream of consciousness. But uh, as an example, so there was a, a voodoo priestess who's, like, famous. Like, she's the one that everybody knows. Marie Laveau. I don't oh, know. yeah. Yeah, of course, right? So uh, so after this ruling, they started to write about Marie Laveau. Um, even though she had died in 1881, like, they were like, well, let's drag her name up. And papers would make comments about the squalor her and her followers lived in, making a point that only, like, poor, stupid people followed the silly beliefs of voodoo. Um, making it trivial and inferior religion, despite it being older than fucking Christianity. Um, so this is an example. This is a paper, or I'm sorry, a, a someone that a, a guide wrote in 1903. So, sorry, my mic. Rather does its name suggest to the natives of the present day the memory of ghostly stories of wild reverie and witches and bacchanals. I forgot what that word means. Uh, and of a mysterious fetish uh, worship so strange, so awful, that for upwards of a hundred years it exerted over the minds of the ignorant of both or the ignorant of both races a sway as powerful and tragic as that of witchcraft in the medieval ages. So, like, just really shitting hard on voodoo, yeah. saying, like, look, look how crazy these people are. Um, because little was written down about the religion, um, it's kind of like a bit on the secretive side, I guess. So people that do practice voodoo, it's not, they don't have like, well, as far as I could tell, oh boy, no, I better double <laughs> back on this. But just like the practices tend to be more secretive yeah. than any most modern day religions. Yeah. So like, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so, but because of that, now people who don't know the religion can just say whatever the fuck they want about it because there's no art evidence saying like, no, 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 that's not how yeah. it is. So you can just make shit up. So this is a big reason why things like Santeria, Voodoo, and Witchcraft often get mixed up in one act, like even though they're complete, they're all separate uh-huh. from each other. Um, so Louisiana Voodoo is more of a spiritual thing, but I guess what they call, so like what we saw in Princess and the Frog would be considered Southern folk magic. Like that's what oh, they would call okay. it. Not Voodoo at all. They're yeah. like, leave us out of it. Um, so as stated, they got their idea from Haitians that had been either brought over or traveled there as free men and women who had gotten their ideas of voodoo from the inhabitants of West Africa. So Santeria um, is out of Cuba. 
but it's still rooted from the Yor Yoruba people out of Nigeria. So it's got like these different cross cultures, which is like really cool because, you know, Cuba was inhabited inhabited by like the Spanish. So you've got like Spanish Catholicism kind of linked into this like quasi voodoo-ish idea, but it's not voodoo. It's, you know, so you've got Santeria. Um, the followers of Santeria worship the Orishas, which are demigods. I don't know what that means. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my oh. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, um, Zaya always talks about it because they have their kind of Kabbalah uh-huh. religion. It's like form yeah. of Judaism, but the Orisha is like the people they like oh. kind of like, pray to and ask for things and like almost like the angels or something. I don't know. It's I fucking had weird. no yeah. idea. Okay. Um, but Santeria kind of acts under very strict religious rules as well. Um, um, hoodoo is something that's practiced mainly by Protestant Christians, which I thought was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, it's nothing officially on the books, but during rituals or whatever, like the rituals of hoodoo, like psalms are read and Jesus is prayed to. So I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on with hoodoo. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and then like where does the idea of the stabby doll come from? Um, sorry, now I have to switch to my paper. Um <laughs> So, like, in voodoo, they do use a doll, but they use it for, like, really nice reasons. It's like they pin a little picture of the person. They want to, like, help. Yeah. Maybe it's them. <laughs> maybe it's a friend. Yeah. And they'll start pinning things to the doll as, like, a, you know, they pin a little money to it. Like, hey, bring this person fortune type yeah. of thing. So, it's meant as, like, this very positive, like, hey, look out for my pal over here. Yeah. Or, or, hey, I'm really needing some help, Mr or mrs spirit yeah. uh please help <laughs> so this idea that you're like stabbing a doll yeah. to like kill somebody like, is breaking yeah <laughs> exactly dude like it's total fucking bullshit like vo- people that practice voodoo really don't do that so it's you know look at it as a positive and not a negative that's funny because you know those little like voodoo keychains yeah. or whatever that they sell they're all kind of like positive too like, oh are they really have you ever seen them it'll be like uh give this to your best friend or whatever oh, no. or it'll be like protects you on the road or like things like that so it's no. kind of funny yeah um, and that's cool because, oh, I guess I didn't really get into Grigri, but Grigri is basically charms and like that's what you wear around. I don't know what they're full of. I feel bad I didn't like look into that mm-hmm. enough. And I got confused a lot because a lot of websites give like the most basic general information. I was like, yeah. I don't have time to dig. But like the Grigri is like, they're just like charms. Think of them as like, yeah. I don't know, like the way people use crystals kind of like it's for positive. It's healing. It's keeping bad spirits away, you know, shit like that. Um but yeah, I don't know why voodoo gets a synonymous link with dark magic. Um, so yeah. Uh, oh, this is what they said, though. Should a conjurer accidentally make contact with an evil spirit or are bribed into performing an act on its behalf, it's called red magic. Um, and you can know the person who's been affected by red, red magic because their eyes will turn red. Ooh. So it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like, you know when someone's doing voodoo for evil purposes and not for good purposes. And everybody wants to do it for the good purpose. Um, I said there's, uh, you know, there's animal sacrifice. I don't think that's bit, that big of a deal. Every fucking religion in the world sacrifices shit, you know. Um, ooh. Yeah, let's see. So those that practice the religion also believe in just one God. Oh, shit, I already said that. <clears throat> um, oh, I'm nervous. I'm like <laughs> starting to repeat things. Oh, and then, okay, sorry, I'm really coming up to the end of it. I know no, I'm just fine. rambling, like, about random no, shit. It's... But, like, uh... So, like, in Haiti, when the French had complete control over Haiti, there was a slave uprising in which the French got their asses handed to them by the slaves, right? Um, So the French, like, tail between their legs, go back. They, like, 
reinforced. They get like the Navy involved. This is like the French army in the 1700s. This isn't like, I know we all like to joke because we're Americans about the French and how like, oh, yeah. they drop their weapons and run like, ha ha ha. I mean, they were a pretty formidable force for a long time. So, um, they went back to Haiti with all their fucking ships and more men and shit. And they still got their asses handed to them by what they would have considered stupid fucking slaves yeah. that do voodoo, witch magic, whatever. So, like, this is kind of where the first idea of, like, oh, it's dark magic comes from. But because the French, once again, had to go back, tail between their legs of, like, well, like, an embarrassing defeat. Um, they started to say shit like, well, it's because they made a pact with the devil. Like, that's yeah. why they, you know, they're worshiping dark magic. And they, that's why we were overpowered. It's not because we suck. It's because they made a <laughs> pact with the devil. And then this motherfucker. Have you ever heard of... um? pat robertson uh so he's a hardcore televangelist he's been around for a long time he's an absolute piece of shit so in 2010 when those major earthquakes hit haiti and all those people died actually said he said like he got on his hind legs and said out loud that it was because haiti got that earthquake because of the pact they had made with the devil back in the 1700s during that slave uprising it's like can you imagine comparing a geological event <laughs> to to a deity punishing somebody yeah. for a pact they made with the devil like 150 or 200 years ago like what the fuck are we doing so yeah anyway um so yeah i mean there's like kind of devil stuff in uh what is it in voodoo i mean like papa legba like i said is kind of compared to saint peter he like links the two worlds of the current world to the underworld mm-hmm. um you know there's a spiritual crossroads and he's got a he denies or grants you permission um oh and there's this misconception of raising people from the dead uh so like somebody wrote the history of brazil in the 1800s and men- mentioned that zombie z-o-m-b-i uh, were an aspect of the Loa, but somehow over time that turned into like brain-eating dead people. That's like, funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, voodoo has no scripture of word, um, authority. It's about communal and individual experiences, empowerment, and responsibility. Huh. So that's essentially voodoo. I wish I had like that's cool. Been a little bit more streamlined with my thoughts. I feel like I took meth while I was like writing no, this out. Bad. It's all over the place. I felt the same way with this, honestly, and I was kind of yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> so that was voodoo that's cool that's interesting yeah it's definitely not what i was like thinking it was at all because yeah because like when portrayed yeah yeah because like my mom trying to argue with me like well that's not voodoo (laughs) and i was like no but it is (laughs) because and then i was like well what do you know about voodoo (laughs) she like uh haiti and i was like (laughs) that doesn't mean anything so funny that was that wow that's pretty cool that uh, that earthquake Haiti thing, because there that happened like with other pastors too, where like yeah. pastors would or priests would show up to Haiti and say things like, "Well, God spoke here today, yeah. and we need to listen to what He has to I say." I hate when everyone like, especially ugh, when they just like use like God as like some kind of reason for everything. It's like He He wanted this to happen. Like I don't think so. I really yeah. don't think He gives that much of a fuck. You know, everything happens for a reason. I'm like, oh, does it? Like I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I think this world was born from chaos, and I think we yeah. live in chaos, and that's about as good a reason I can explain for things happening. 
It's really fucked up though. Like, yeah, all these people died because to be like burying your yeah. your child or something, or your yeah. husband or your wife, and then to hear that and be like, I'd really like to stab yeah. you in the balls it's right like, now. Shut up, dude. Yeah, but yeah. So okay, tell um, me your voodoo story. Sorry, this is gonna be kind of all over the place too, and like, right on. Yeah, um, I just want to give all the people I use their like sources. <gasps> oh my credit. god! No, shut up! Oh. I have to do my sources. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know I got a Nat Geo article. Okay, I got a Huffington Post article. What was the blog from uh, Samia Aria Haas? Uh, a liveverse.com article by Jonathan Cantor. Uh, a Nat Geo article by Sharon Gynup. Um, a Vice article by Kim Kelly. And then there was a true story of Marie Laveau. Uh, just a little video off of Southern Living. Oh, SantriaChurch.org also had some information and i think that's it okay yes continue okay. go yeah so, so sorry. my my sources were i did i used like wikipedia about um the church of sacrifice and about clementine barnabas <laughs> sure i was gonna say her name like that because it sounds cool <laughs> yeah um but yeah i used like wiki on them and then i used like a mental floss article called um claim to have killed 35 people by stephanie Weber or Weber, mm -hmm. I don't know. And then uh, the gruesome, terrifying tale of Lafayette serial axe murderer Clementine Barnaby by Michael D Dot Scott. Oh, it's <laughs> a weird name. And then um, that was on nine seven three the dog. So okay. hopefully that's <laughs> reliable. That sounds reliable as fuck. Uh, those were literally like I feel like the only like sources I could really find. So I was yeah. really just like scraping and like Dude, yeah. So some sorry. of this is like legit, just like copy and pasted from there. So sorry to those we do what we can. Yeah, I'm like eh, it's not like I'm writing a paper for fucking school. So right. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> just chit chatting. <laughs> we're not making any money off of this. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> yeah. So following the voodoo theme. I wanted to talk about the voodoo murders of Clementine Barnabé, also referred to as the Human Five or Midnight Axe Murders, which Ooh. I feel like was actually kind of mentioned in um, American Horror Story, too, because okay. they even talk about, like, Marie Laveau. Yeah, because I, I saw that, like, when I was looking it up, I was like, yeah. Marie Laveau, what the fuck? She's, she's like, on American Horror yeah, Story. Yeah, she's, like, this badass, like, witch who just, like, never dies or whatever, voodoo priestess, I guess. Yeah. yeah. She was a badass, though, I'll say Yeah. That. But, um, yeah, so anyways, uh, in 1894, Clementine Barnabé was born to her mother and father, Nina Porter and Raymond Barnabé, in St. Martinsville, Louisiana. She had three brothers, and it was reported that her father was abusive. And then I couldn't really find much else about her because it was so long ago. Yeah. But I think when all of this was happening, she was literally, like, 17 or something like that. So um, she claimed that she had ties to the Church of Sacrifice in Louisiana, and so... The Church of Sacrifice was also known as the Human Five Gang, and it was a cult that existed in Louisiana during the early 1900s, and uh, their main beliefs were centered around black magic and voodoo, which I had wanted to talk about black magic, but then I was worried kind of where it came from, if it was yeah. even, like, anything to do with Louisiana. It's Southern Louisiana. folk yeah, magic. Yeah, so I was just like, whatever, yeah. So, um... The cult in particular believed that if they offered human sacrifice, they would gain riches, so the church began using people as like a means to their end, and so they massacre massacred at least like twelve families, all of them poor black family, all of them poor black families, like mostly I think, mm -hmm. until the cult's leader was exposed and imprisoned in 1912, which would be Clementine. So, or yeah, I think at least it was Clementine. Uh, so, um, she was the only one who was actually convicted 
and she only she was only convicted of killing like one person so even though there were apparently like 35 murders or something like that because it was like all those families mm-hmm. um so they say she confessed to like all of these murders but some historians dispute whether it was like real or she was just kind of like young and kind of like saying things because her story would change a lot so they don't really even know if it's true like some people don't even believe any of it was true today so and they still think like the person who did murder all these people like out there so Mm -hmm. um who knows if any this whole story is even real so (laughs) whatever Uh, so um yeah so clementine had claimed that um there was like a priestess of the church of sacrifice and that she had given her and her friends like conjure bags which i guess are just like good luck charms found in hoodoo Mm -hmm. and so they said that these like good luck charms would grant them like kind of supernatural powers and that it would keep them safe from being detected by authorities or anyone kind of like looking for them if they killed anyone so this is what kind of made her commit like that first murder to kind of just i guess like test out and see like how much these like little charms were really going to protect them um so this brings us to the years 1911 and 1912 when murders blazed through a cluster of towns along the southern pacific railroad line um while sources argue about the first murder connected to the case it is claimed that um it was a woman named edna Opulasis and her three children killed in Rain, Louisiana in November of 1909. And then the next killing took place in late January of 1911 when Walter Byers and his wife and their um, son were hacked to death in Crowley, Louisiana. Whoa. And then the police used um, were used to crime happening in the part, poor part of town, but the brutality of the murders, I guess they called it brained with an axe. Whoa. Yeah. As one source put it, um, like, shocked everyone. They are just, like, not used to, like, this kind of, like, crime happening. Brained with an axe seems so, like, horrible to I say. know. Yeah, they brained him with an axe. Yeah, like, that's shit, what I was thinking. Yeah. It was, like, so weird. Like, such a bizarre... Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so, in some of the murders, uh, authorities found, like, buckets left at the scene that had been used to collect the victim's blood. And then even worse, like, entire families, like, parents, children, even, like, newborn babies were literally, like, slaughtered with the axe. Fucking fuck. Yeah, so, um, in addition to all of this, during the investigation of the Broussard family of five killings in Lake Charles, authorities found three children's fingers, and they had been, like, spread and hold held open with like pieces of wood so yeah um and then they also found like bible verses written um in the house like with blood on the walls and then actually like reading other sources too they're saying like oh well maybe it was just like pencil we don't fucking know so (laughs) i know i was like okay uh so yeah some of these murders were like pretty brutal had just like a lot of weird things involved and then, sorry, my stomach's like making oh, more noises. Oh, was that your stomach? Yeah, it was. I, I heard it. It was just like air, like, yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah. So, anyways, on February 25th, four weeks after the murders of the Byers family, the murderer struck again, killing four members of the Andrus family in Lafayette. And by now, um, the police began to suspect that the crimes were, in quote, the work of the same terrible monster or a serial killer, whatever. So, a month later in San Antonio, Texas, Alfred and Elizabeth Cassaway were murdered along with their three children. 
And so initially police focused on Raymond Barnabé, which was Clementine's father. He was like a local petty criminal, so it's kind of like easy for them to just like kind of pin stuff on him. And I guess he was like a sharecropper as well. So he was arrested based on the suspicions from his lover or mistress. For some reason, my fucking word wanted to autocorrect the word mistress, said it wasn't like... What? Inclusive or something? I don't fucking know. So oh. it changed it to lover. But what yeah, the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, so after, Dude, like, even our word documents, yeah, are the fucking morality. Police I know. Shit. I thought it was weird. I was like, okay, I'll just change that then. Right. But um, so after a fight, she griped to a friend about him and suggested a connection, a connection to the murders. So then, obviously, that person was like, oh, so whatever. Uh, during his trial in October 1911. Raymond's children, Zephyrin and Clementine, testified against their father, and the teenage teenage, <laughs> teenage Clementine told a graphic story of her father returning home one night with blood on his clothes as he threatened the family, and then her brother confirmed the story, adding that their father bragged that he had killed the whole damn Andrus family, and both children said they feared for their life if their father was free. And then, yeah, so I had read those other claims that he was abusive, so I don't know if they just testified against him because of that, but, yeah. So, um, while Clementine's father, Raymond, sat in jail, another murder took place on November 26, 1911. Norbert Randall, his wife, three children, and nephew were all murdered in Lafayette. I don't know if that's how you say it. Yeah, that's that's how I've heard it. Okay. And then, um... They stuck to, like, the same typical kind of, like, M.O., but with one strange change. While the rest of the family was attacked with an axe, Norbert was shot in the head. So, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <clears throat> at this point, obviously a killer was still on the loose. So, Lafayette Parish Sheriff Louis Lacoste, Lacoste, who was already suspicious of Raymond's children, arrested them both, and his suspicions stemmed in part from the fact that they had bad reputations around town. During Raymond's trial, their neighbors, the Stevens family, described them as filthy, shifty degenerates. Jesus. Yeah, and then there was another detail that concerned Lacoste. Um, When police came to the Barnabas residence to arrest Raymond, blood from the Andrus murders had been discovered on Clementine's clothes, so... She testified during her father's trial that he had wiped the blood there, but the sheriff was like, I don't believe you. Um, so when deputy, <laughs> I feel like I sp- that fucking CBD got me high, even though like I know it didn't. But, it could um, be the second, you know, secondhand high. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Anyways. Uh, okay. So when deputies arrested Clementine and they searched the family's home, they found more damning evidence Um, as the daily... Picuane reported on November. No- <laughs> oh my god! I'm getting Did excited. You say November. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> you can do I this. Take girl. a fucking breath. Okay. Smoke. You're not high enough. You need <laughs> more. <laughs> okay. So, as the daily pack, I don't know how the fuck to say it. Some kind of paper reported on November twenty eighth, nineteen eleven, that there was a complete suit of women's clothes in her room saturated with blood and covered with human brains and not only that but the lash on their door was covered in blood so Zephyrin provided an alibi for the night of the murders but Clementine had none so she was taken to jail but surprise surprise the murders still continued to happen um so this is where the murders that I had mentioned earlier occurred with the kids and um the wood between their fingers mm-hmm. so January 1912 three more families were 
be murdered. Um, the family I mentioned, Felix Broussard, his wife and their three children killed in Lake Charles. The killer or killers splayed the victim's hands apart with pieces of wood and the message that had been left on the wall in blood or pencil. Um, <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. Was a creepy verse that read, when he maketh the inquisition for blood, he forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Which is a version of Psalms nine twelve. In Remember who yeah. they read fucking Psalms yeah. and shit. It's all making sense. I thought it was yep. funny when you were saying that. I was like, oh okay, because I thought it was so weird. I was like, why the fuck are they writing like Bible verses? Yeah, yeah. So um, the message was signed the Human Five or something like that, and the number and the signature led police to think that a band of murderers were at work, and this is also where the group picked up the name given by the press, the Human Five Gang. Um. So the press went crazy with these murders and the stories and really took the whole, like, voodoo, voodoo thing to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the Apa- El Paso Gazette published a story on the Broussard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I should just quit. No. Okay. Do not look at it Okay. Here. <laughs> so they published a story on the Broussard murders titled Voodoo's Horrors Break Out Again. And the story suggested that the crimes were connected to human sacrifice that took part. Um, or took place as part of the voodoo ritual and emphasized the idea of the number five as somehow having ritual ritual <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking gonna kill myself. <laughs> uh, having some kind of fucking you. relevance. Okay, so yes. two months ago, uh, six members of the Wexford family perished at the hands of the fanatics, but one was an infant that had been born only the day before the tragedy. And in all probability, had not been taken into consideration when the plans for the human sacrifice were consummated. Um, so the reporter for the paper wrote, Now comes a Broussard tragedy, tragedy with its five victims, thus completing a series of sacrifices of five separate families, each evidently intended to have involved five victims. So, yeah, so the family is supposed to be five killings and then the baby was born so it was six so yeah that's basically what i'm saying okay, okay. <laughs> um this fueled rumors rumors and it was at the same time that clementine's involvement in the church of the sacrifice became known uh there were also rumors that a reverend named king harris who was a preacher for a small congregation connected to the christ sanctified holy church well, that's a mouthful, huh? Yeah. Um, so because of these rumors, police took Harris in for interrogation. But he was, like, freaked out. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not tied to any, like, voodoo or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, yeah, he doesn't have anything to do with this. And he was, like, freaked out that he, they even thought that his, like, sermons were, like, some kind of motivation for the murders. Um, yeah. So soon after this, Clementine would confess to a total of 35 murders and explained her connection to the Church of Sacrifice. Um, at the time of the murders, Clementine was 17, so she was pretty young. So, honestly, I think she was just, like, one of those kinds of kids who was just like, yeah, I did this and that or whatever, just because she was, like, kind of in the moment. So, um, And they said that her confession was described as very self-contradictory so sometimes she would say she committed the murders alone other times she would say she acted with others and she even named many of her accomplices but none of them were ever charged with the crime Hmm. and then the lafayette advertiser even printed her full confession in the paper on april 5th 1912 but stated clementine's confession has been received with varying shades of belief owing to the positive way she swore in the trial of her father and the misleading information she has given as to her accomplices. 
So with that, in October of 1912, she stood trial and was sentenced to life at Louisiana Penitentiary at the age of 19, despite her attorney claiming she was insane. Uh, she attempted to escape on July 31st. <laughs> oh, girl. We're going to get there. We're almost done. 31st, uh, 1913, but she was caught the same day, despite her escape attempt. She actually behaved pretty well, despite like trying to escape. Um, she didn't end up serving long and was rele- released at the age of 29. According to one brief report about the prison, Clementine received a procedure... That was Uh-oh. said to have restored her to normal condition. And, like, while I was reading, a lot of people thought this was a, lobo- a lobotomy, but I guess lobotomies weren't even, like, a thing until, like... The 60s, a, really? Or, yeah. like, is that one? Yeah, like a decade or, or so later. So, yeah, it was kind of weird. That's literally my first thought, though. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe it was, but like, some experimental kind of Because, I mean, I imagine lobotomies existed before yeah. then they just weren't popularized yeah, that's what i was thinking so yeah she had a weird a procedure that restored her to normal so it allowed her to be released on good behavior after serving 10 years um and then yeah i think that's about it that's like the story of the clementine barnaby murders and voodoo act stuff and like so, yeah a lot of people were saying too like that they don't even know if it was real. Some people, like, historians don't even believe, like, voodoo had anything to do with it. That yeah. it's just, like, these random murders, but... Yeah, it's like, if you get a crazy person that latches onto something, yeah. they're gonna use it. Yeah, so... so. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, th- I think they're right. I don't think lobotomies were really yeah. a thing until then. Speaking of which, I know you gotta go, because, yeah. like, you know, you've we've got work. <laughs> uh, did you see, uh, Did you ever watch Ratchet? Uh, no, I didn't. Dude, that is fucking I worth know. it. It's so funny. My mom told me to watch it, too. Like, she loved it so much, so. It it had such, like, a Tim Burton, Edward Scissorhands feel to it, where it's, like, the scenery is really bright, the way that they're dressed. I mean, like, but it's, like, just really, the, the whole show is dark. Yeah. But it's, like, it's so weird, you know, because they're not really trying to set you in the mood. It just... I don't know what it is yeah. about it. Like, the bright colors just fucked with me okay. <laughs> while I was watching it. All right. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <sighs> okay. All right. I don't think we figured out how to say goodbye yet. Yeah. I'm All sorry right. to everyone who had to no. listen to me struggle pronouncing Dude, words. Same. Sorry for my word soup I delivered. Everybody, <laughs> no rhyme or reason to what I had to say. The other day I was saying something. I was like, yeah, something about... um hell but i was like hail (laughs) like i said it like super country dude and then zara and fucking uh michelle were like making fun of me and then michelle's like go to hell or something like that and then i was just like oh god like fuck yeah (laughs) it's so funny but well uh, i don't remember was i think it was the episode we decided to delete but it was like i was telling like i know some hardcore conservative republican got this wrong and like i did the same thing I was trying to say Gestapo, and I ended up saying Gaspacho. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a cold Italian soup, not a police so force. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Very embarrassing. Uh, so I totally get where you're coming right. from. Oh, and then, like, the other day I was trying to say Garden of the Gods. Girl, I just said Garden of the Goats out of fucking <laughs> nowhere. And so, like, everybody now is like, going to the Garden of the Goats? <laughs> Fuck you, man. Like tons of little goats in a garden. I would love to see that though. Um, yeah. Oh, because someone was talking about goat yoga, and I think it just like came oh. out of me. Have you heard of that? No. You do yoga with the goats, and oh. they'll, they'll like hop up on your back and like <laughs> just be there. I don't fucking know. People are weird. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, well, 
Bye. Farewell. Ciao. Pizza.